Welcome to House of Nettles, the number one podcast for everything House of the Dragons, Game of Thrones, and everything Throneverse related. You have me, Jamark, one of your hosts, concert to the lady of the house, first sword, all that in between, and we have our lovely, the lady of the house herself. Ms. Wow. Morgan. What an introduction. Yes. Well, you know what? I'm happy that you invited me to come on the podcast and talk about everything, A Song of Ice and Fire, but especially the upcoming House of Dragon. Is it House of Dragon or House of the Dragon? House, come on, silly. It is House of the Dragon. <laughs> okay. And hopefully, well, of course, this episode will be out before the episode, which comes out August 21st, next Sunday, actually, yeah. from when we're recording this. Week's time. I I cannot wait. because We cannot wait. We cannot wait. This is our podcast. This is a team effort. Mm-hmm. We're both on the cover. Okay. <laughs> but we should definitely tell the audience that one of us is a little bit more of an expert than the other. I don't there's no there's no expertise. And I guess first of all Oh it definitely <laughs> for everybody that's gonna be joining us through the journey of going through this season. Yeah. Um it's gonna we're gonna keep it mostly show. Like uh as she said, one of us might be a little more of an expert. I an expert just means that I read the books and listen to other people talk about things. Yeah. In a couple of Reddit forums, I, I get on. <laughs> um, but uh, when we're watching the show, it's going to be 90% everything show can it might throw in 10% of what I remember from the book. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've read all the books multiple times, watched the, the original Game of Thrones show multiple times, and I'm ready. I'm craving some new mm-hmm. Game of Thrones action. Yeah. That was going to be my first question to you. It's just. How would you like to share with the listeners about our relationship to Game of Thrones, both the Song of Ice and Fire book series as it is as it stands right now, <laughs> and the uh, original TV shit series that completed in 2019? So I guess it would be really good to hear just you know like a brief overview of you know you said you read the books, like your relationship to the books, what you thought about the books, and then maybe what you thought about the show overall, and more importantly how it ended. Yeah, well, my introduction to the show was, well, to the, just the whole franchise in general, mm-hmm. was the TV show, like most people oh, okay. uh, who weren't fantasy fans. I mm-hmm. might I watched the first seven seasons without anything related to the books. Uh, at most, I was just watching maybe some people on YouTube and their crazy theories. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. after the seventh season, and there was that year in between season seven and eight, uh, I you know, there was a lot of things changing in my life. I said, you know what? I'm finally going in and reading all the books. Mm-hmm. I did it. I love the books, mm-hmm. and I always thought, man, Dream of Spring, the the sixth book out of the possible seven book book series, is coming out any second now. And the new show, seat last season, is going to come out. It's going to be great. So you weren't even thinking about Winds of Winter. You were all the way thinking about. Dream of oh, Spring. Oh, you know what I meant, Winter Winter. Oh, okay. I meant, I meant I was Winter like, oh, you were optimistic. Okay. <laughs> I, I just knew Winter Winter was going to come out right after season eight. Yeah. And the Dream of Spring was going to probably come out about four or five years from now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that didn't happen. But yeah. I, I'm still an avid fan and can't wait because what the book is based on, uh, I mean, what the new show is based on, the book Fire and Blood, mm-hmm. that's going to be great. I read that one actually three times. Um, and I love the section where the the war we're going to see take place. Mm-hmm. But you want to tell mm-hmm. people a little bit about your interest in the series and yeah, how you got sure. here? 
So, um, like you, I was a big fan of the show. I did kind of come into the show a little bit late. So I think I started, uh, watching it when the first, I want to say four seasons, three or four seasons were already in the can. And so I kind of like binge watched it leading up to the new season coming out, fell in love with it, really enjoyed it. Um, you know, rode with, stuck with it to the end. Um, definitely mixed feelings about the finale. I think I enjoyed it a lot more on the first watch, but then like as we rewatched the series, definitely started like picking at more things and like pulling the strings and plot lines falling apart and stuff like that. And as we've had more conversations about the differences between the books and the TV series, I was like, oh yeah, that's kind of disappointing. I wish they had done things differently. And so I still um, enjoy the series and I think it's well written. I've read a good chunk of the first uh, Game of Thrones book and I do think it's very well written. I haven't gotten through the whole series because I, you know, like to read other stuff. But I do think it's well written and I'm really excited to have this new series because I think some of, or I, you know, I did read a, a little bit of the. Dunkin' Egg book too. Yeah, you did read a little bit of that second, um, the second one of that. Yeah, and I think George R. R. Martin is really good building a history and making it feel like very real and lived in. And I think the story of the Dance of the Dragons is super interesting. And so I'm really excited for the show. I'm really excited for us to have a complete Game of Thrones story, not written by D and D. <laughs> but written by George R. R. Martin and whoever else is, um, you know, writers for the new series. But really excited to see that. Yeah, I, th- I think it's one of those things. We're both like big fans of the franchise. Uh, can't wait for this new show, and mm-hmm. it's gonna be great for me to watch it with you. Because luckily for all of us who are interested in it, hopefully you you that are listening to this right now, yeah, it's already complete. There's no. There's no guessing on what happened. Like, we know what happens, but it's going to be fun seeing how we get there uh, in regards to Game of Thrones where, hey, it was mostly done, but he still has possibly two more books to go. And since they're not out, he just gave the showrunners plot points. And yeah, so this is going to be a definitely different experience. But then it's going to be how it's going to be different. How how we're going to deal with because the book Fire and Blood, which the show's going to be based on, is written like a history book. Mm-hmm. And the time frame, which the show's going to be based on, is is geniusly told through through the perspectives of three different people. You have a maester, a septon, and a dwarf court jester, mm-hmm. and they all give their different perspectives. You can tell the the maester is going to be more analytical. The septon's going to throw a lot of religion in it, and you got this court jester who's the who's a fucking wild card mushroom. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves mushroom. You don't like mushroom. You you're not a real <laughs> you're not a real fan of the book series. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's gonna this is just going to be awesome to see how the show is going to be the true telling of what happened. Mm -hmm. Because when you have all those perspectives coming from the book, it's like they'll tell you two different things for the same event. Mm -hmm. And as a book reader, it's going to be like, okay, so if George R. R. Martin really had a big hand in what's happening, that's the the true telling of that event. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to be really um, fun to watch and see how things unfold, like you said. So I'm excited for that journey. I'm excited to get some new Game of Thrones content. <laughs> Most importantly, I feel like the show just kind of went off a cliff in terms of popularity after people were, for the most part, disappointed in the 2019 ending. And I think that's just a very weird thing for a show that was a huge cultural phenomenon for it to go from being 
the one of the most popular TV shows on at the time. And now it's like there's no more Game of Thrones merchandise. You know, it's 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 almost like it, the show just never existed in pop culture, other than talking about how it if it flopped at the end. So I really hope this new series is a little bit of a redemption for just like the Game of Thrones universe as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we're talking about potentially they're even getting a Jon Snow spinoff at at some point, and so I really hope that they kind of listen to the feedback from the fans. And have more magic elements, like we're gonna see dragons earlier. I think the cast is really good. There's some, um, you know, fantastic actors in there in the mix. So I'm, I am very much so also looking forward to next week where we kind of get our first taste of a show we've been waiting for. My goodness, at this point, what two years? Yes, I mean we've been waiting for. It. They talked about it. We saw the production things. Yeah, uh, and I'm loving everything I'm seeing so far from the photos that um, online, uh, from the the little photo shoot they had in Entertainment Magazine, um, from the cast. It all seems just awesome. Just and just being able to see the dragons because from from the first part of the series, uh, you're you're reading Fire and Blood the book. There's only there's a there's multiple dragons, but there's only three dragon riders, and now we're gonna get a series where there are multiple factions of dragon riders, all the political drama behind it, and how the dragons are used in combat. Like mm-hmm. in the show Game of Thrones, like you got that you got it a little bit definitely at the end, but there was never any real dragon on dragon combat. Mm-hmm. Like we had to wait eight seasons just to get two dragons fighting each other. Like and this, I mean, I don't know if we're gonna get it season one uh, I'm not going to spoil anything because based, based on from the book and how I have the pace in my head but mm-hmm. throughout the series we're definitely I mean it's House of the Dragon this is the the downfall of pretty much House Targaryen like from how you remember them in the yeah. in the show it's like just based on the trailers for House of the Dragon it's like uh, that's not the same house mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah. Beginning of the end, kind of all the all the infighting. It's going to be cool to see how that how they how you go from having all these dragon riders and ruling the whole continent mm-hmm. to just uh, you have a crazy guy on the throne and everybody in the whole whole kingdom trying to overthrow them. Throw them. Like, yeah. how does that happen? Yeah. Yeah. You don't do that when you got damn near twenty dragons on your side. So, what do you think is something about our podcast that? viewers should know like what should they tune into us every week to hear what's going to make our perspective unique i think we're going to do a, first of all we're going to try to keep this as a good conversation between two people who enjoy the show i i, I of course i want to have good soliloquies of us talking and going on these long rants about this one scene, but mm-hmm. I think every good podcast should be two people who enjoy the content yeah. and enjoy just talking about it, having a good conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but like like we said earlier, we are big fans of it. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to. I can't. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. I have like I already have my favorite characters and what side I want to be on, mm-hmm. and I hopefully y'all want to enjoy me going with my lady right here and hoping she picks the right side because if she doesn't, I'm going to be so mad. Know. We just don't know. Oh my gosh. You never know. 
we never know. Oh, if we end up on two separate sides, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I like I like to root for the underdog typically, but we we just don't know. <laughs> we just don't know. Oh man, well I guess it's gonna be fun deciding who is the underdog and how they're gonna present it. Cause yeah, I and I I do want to say based on me reading the book, I am biased, but that could also be just how the book presented itself. Cause mm-hmm. I have to pick who's tell who's telling more of the truth at a certain point. Yeah, and two people telling the same story, they're not both telling complete lies. So if if one person has A right, but the other person has B right, I have, but I still have to guess both of their A and B. Mm. So that that's definitely making me biased on what side I'm on. So it's definitely gonna be cool to get a get a better telling. I know they have to. It's gonna be seeing them age aged up a little bit in the show and the characters. There's gonna be some crazy time jumps just mm-hmm. based on the trailers that that came out, the information available. Cause they have a uh, was it the one one of our main female characters, Rhaenyra. Mm-hmm. She's gonna she has an actress. She's gonna play younger Rhaenyra and mm-hmm. older Rhaenyra uh, from another actress. So that's just gonna that's gonna be cool cool to see how they incorporate that time jump, mm-hmm. which, yeah. Yeah, which is all happening in season one. Um, do you have any favorite parts or anything from the trailers that you just really like and can't wait to see? Well, I want to answer my own question. Okay, answer that um, first. But I think that. Um, one thing about our show that I'm really looking forward to is that our two different perspectives. So you are coming into the show as a Game of Thrones super fan, and you do have the book knowledge, which I mean, I, I know we're going to try to not, we're going to try to be intentional about not spoiling things, not getting ahead of ourselves. But I do think your knowledge of having read the story is going to inform the way you see the characters and everything versus me where I have no clue about any of it like all the stuff that you shared today I'm like yeah sure I have no clue what you're talking about but that sounds great (laughs) like I think it's going to be fun to just kind of have two different perspectives going into the show and I think it will inform how I interpret what I see and how you interpret what you see and so I'm looking forward to that I'm looking forward to making guesses about what's going to happen next and being 100% wrong I'm excited about that. And so I think that is um, our two different perspectives are going to maybe make for some entertaining podcasts. That's going to be the funnest part. At the, end of, <laughs> at the end of our episode, you're going to need to make a guess on how you think things are going to play out for the yeah, next so I'm episode. Make, I'm making predictions and they're going to be bad. They're going to be bad. But that's, <laughs> that's what's Sometimes I'll be spot on though. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be spot yeah. on about stuff. That's what's going to be fun though. Because yeah. I, 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 I wish I didn't have the all that funny book stuff so you I can you never know though it, it, it might be a lot of stuff and then it's going to surprise you as well yeah because it, it's especially how they're going to do the characters because first of all since it's based on like a history book even George R. Martin himself he has one of the one of those expansive worlds where mm-hmm. there's a small character that'll show up in one book then they won't show up for three more books but yeah. you're supposed to remember them so there's going to be a lot of con- consolidation of characters like maybe it's somebody who was two or three different characters but they're going to combine them into one and mm. just an mm. example I can see happening not saying it will and it's not going to affect it, it's not really a spoiler it's, okay that's what I was going yeah, to ask this is, not a, yeah, this is not a spoiler for the show but there are some maesters who, in it who are important but it's not like they change the plot so it's almost like and they die off okay. throughout so it's like I, you can have the, you can just have the same maester and make them look a little older towards mm-hmm. the end of the first season than to keep killing them to be a character in the background because then you have to keep explaining, hey, oh, that's the new maester because the other one died. Like, ah. well, we don't know how they're gonna do it. They we, made we, they made 
you know, go in a whole different direction altogether. So it's gonna be really exciting to see. Oh yeah, and, that, and like I said, that's just a prediction, but yeah, hey, hey it's gonna it's gonna be fun. So yeah, what was what was the other question that you had for me? Did you asked me a couple minutes ago? Honestly, I can't even remember. You can't remember. First, the excitement is just yeah, overwhelming. We're drinking all this Dornish red wine. And... We are having some Dornish <laughs> red wine. Yeah, you drink too much, like you're feeling loose. Loose with them dragons. Well, let's let's go back and talk a little bit about, um, I guess, just our, our history and the relationship with the Game of Thrones series. What is it about the House of Targaryen that you feel it, like you connect with, that you like, that you enjoy. What about them do you think uh, led George R. R. Martin to write this whole extra history for this particular house? Well, probably for George R. R. Martin, for him mm-hmm. to feel all this love for Targaryens is is probably the easiest one based on the lore that he created. Because mm-hmm. in the at the end of the TV show and the where we are in the books, it's year 300 AC, uh, and that's AC stands for Aegon's Conquest. Oh, okay. Yeah, so at year one, Aegon, who was the first Targaryen um, king, I was about to say president, first Targaryen <laughs> king, he conquered all the Westeros, united um, six of the seven kingdoms, and he mm-hmm. had eventually, the Targaryens got the last one, which was Dorne, but... That he had at least six of them and combined them, and I think this show's gonna, based on the trailer, it's gonna probably answer a little bit of why he did that. Mm, um, okay. But for George R. R. Martin to to write this book, it was probably easier because he can just start, in which he does start just at year one mm-hmm. and everything in the conquest and able to go up to a certain point because the when you when you talk about like House Stark or House Lannister, uh, mm-hmm. how how he's uh, incorporating the story, like they're which wasn't realistic, but hey, it's a fantasy novel. Their bloodlines lasted over thousands and thousands of years. Yeah. Uh, even the Valerians, they have thousands and thousands of years of history. But when you can just say, hey, we're starting that year one of a 300-year history, you can cut out a lot of that. Like, we know the Targaryens existed before that, mm-hmm. but this is the part that's relevant to the story now. So yeah. that that was probably the, probably the easiest house for him to do that, like. The guy that conquered Westeros, and we'll start from there, and we'll go in through the history. Mm, okay, mm. so basically, like they are a family that you almost like can't tell the history of Westeros without talking about the Targaryens in the modern history. So it makes sense, mm-hmm. yeah. Like you don't have to if you go with House Stark, you have to go to their beginnings, and they've had probably hundreds of kings because they've been around for some of these houses like thousands, uh, tens of thousands of years. Mm. So you you'll be you'll be all day trying to fill in every little Stark as we Targaryens. If you just start from the first king, like you can re- literally just name them all out. Yeah. <laughs> and you got this series. It's is almost in almost completely in the middle of their reign from year one to the year three hundred. That's gonna be really cool. Mm. Can't wait to see it. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting, especially how they do it, how they shorten some of the years to make it all just one big story. Like, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I can't wait either. Mm-hmm. And I hopefully, hopefully y'all can't wait and hopefully y'all are ready to join us on the journey. Yeah. Make it all come together, put mm-hmm. it all in a bow and listen to the House of Nettles. Yeah. How's it, how's it feel? Um, I'm excited to watch Sorry, the show. Say that again. <laughs> Siri, how does it feel? Okay. Siri's excited too. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm excited to get back into the world Game of Thrones. 
I'm excited for the series. It was like, I guess the universe as a whole to kind of get a redemption opportunity. Cause I think it's just so much there in terms of storytelling. It'd be a shame to just leave it at the series that ended in 2019. I'm excited to watch you watch it. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for dragons. I mean, I think if you're going to ask what house do you want to do a TV series on, like there's a lot there like there's themes of madness there's themes of incest and inbreeding there's dragons there's magic you know um the targaryens are supposed to be like really good looking like there's a lot of interesting stuff there for storytelling and i mean it's just basically like the war of the roses so you know as a history nerd i like that that whole conflict too so i think if you're going to pick a house to do a spinoff of this is a great house to start with or to, to focus on um so you know that's great. I'm I'm really excited about it. I'm excited that I hope that similar to the original Game of Thrones series, I hope they do throw us some curveballs and like kill off some people that we don't expect them to kill off and, you know, have some plot lines that subvert what happened in the in the books and keep people guessing and I hope there's more magic, I think, also mm-hmm, if possible. Sure. So yeah, I'm I'm super excited. I hope they stick the landing with this one, especially at least the first season. I hope they stick the landing. Yes, yes, because if they stick the landing this first season, there'll probably be other shows and more seasons of this. I think they already said possibly five seasons to tell the complete story, which is more than enough for me. Like I, I, am, yeah, they, they got they got the story already. All they have to do is add the dialogue, and I, I believe in them. I believe in the showrunners. <laughs> yeah, I think it's gonna be good. <laughs> I think that's gonna be good. Yeah, yeah, but uh, any anything else to say to the people or anything? No, I think this is my official um, countdown to the show. So we got what seven, six nights to the show premiere. Yeah, from the recording of this podcast. Yeah, and I think we will also do some checking in as the show progresses and the podcast progresses about maybe the proximity to a release date for Winds of Winter. Um, I'm pretty sure that's going to continue to be. Never, not oh. right now. No update, no release date. Oh, so, um, yeah, yeah, and hopefully, we made it this far in the episode. Just we're gonna try to get on a good release schedule. Um, right now, we're planning for every Tuesday releasing a new episode, just doing our overview of the yeah. episode and our thoughts and feelings of what happened. Mm-hmm. So, and we're toying around with the idea of potentially mm-hmm. also going back, like maybe in between the um, end of one season and the beginning of another season, like revisiting some other episodes of the original Game of Thrones series, definitely like updating news on things that's happening in the Song of Ice and Fire universe, like if a new show is announced or new casting that's really interesting happens, anything like that, like we'll talk about that for sure on the podcast. So we will you know, keep up with the entertainment year round. Yeah, so uh, make make sure y'all are listening. You're enjoying what you're getting. Uh, give us all those stars. Go in there, many stars you can. Go in there two times. Go to different platforms. Please rate us five stars. Yes. Please leave a review because that's how our podcast gets boosted on the iTunes chart. And you can also find us on Spotify. I guess once we put ourselves on there, yes. We're going to be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're going to be all all those cool things. And if you don't find us somewhere and you listen to this somewhere else and we Mm -hmm. need to be there, you tell us. We'll make sure Mm -hmm. we're there. And if enough people are there at those different places, (laughs) maybe y'all can even get a video element of it too. Y'all send a raven. 
I'm gonna say I'm gonna say everybody get a raven. <laughs> you know, this is this is a this is an ever growing thing. So hopefully we come up with cool things that you like. But mm-hmm. again, thank y'all for listening. Thank you for your time, and we hope you're excited as we are. And we will be seeing y'all next week. And one day we'll add a theme song at the end of this and get into the episode. Yeah. Not not mm-hmm. yet. Not yet. We ain't there yet. Mm-hmm. But one day. I'm glad you decided against singing it because we wanted to come back. So I'm not against singing it. <laughs> <laughs> I might add one on, but we don't know yet. But thank y'all again. Bye, y'all. Bye.